<laughs> afternoon, everybody. Hey, how are you? I just, I'm bringing up Facebook. So just give me a second here. I'm going to do it the right way. So, um, Sorry, I totally whoa, I am, I am, uh, that's Cassie Brown right there. Okay. Hey everybody, Aaron Stewart from the Little Black Couch. Thanks for joining me today. Um, it looks like I am not live. Am I? Oh boy. Okay. So I am a little rusty, aren't I? So I have been doing my lives from a phone recently just because we're testing out a few things, but and we should be live now, right? Where's the page? Do 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 that live. Okay, cool. So anyway, so I wanted to have a little discussion today because we there was a really good podcast this morning. It was a great way to start a Monday. It was put on. It was um, recorded by Russell Brunson. So I wanted to talk about that a little bit because he touched on a few things that are wildly important in um, entrepreneurship. So we're gonna discuss that and discuss a little bit of how we can tap in to just sort of follow something that he shared with us. I, and I don't know if he did it on purpose or not, but we're gonna talk about it anyway. Here we go. Do you love entrepreneurship? I do. I have been researching and living entrepreneurship for the last 30 years, and I believe entrepreneurship is the most efficient method to solve world problems. And I am passionate about helping those who dare to dream find solutions to these problems as they learn to live their definition of success. Hi, my name is Aaron Stewart, and I am so glad you have joined us today. And I welcome you now to The Little Black Couch, a journey in entrepreneurship. Okay, so there's the little hybrid, right? It used to be a little different. There used to be no voiceover, but we've added the voiceover to facilitate me um, getting that uploaded to the podcast a lot more quickly. So there you have it. So that's what we're going on there. So the, um, I guess first and foremost, it's been such a long time since anybody's seen him. I wanted to bring up Buddy. Uh, so he's still here. He's still kicking it. He helps me immensely. I actually um, did have to take a power nap earlier today, so I appreciate Buddy for, support, for supporting me in that effort. Um, he's here all the time, and, and the, the emoji today is really supposed to represent motivation, which is what we're going to talk about. And this is based on some things I've been thinking about recently. I have um, participated in writing a couple books, and one of the chapters was about how to stay motivated as an entrepreneur. And then this morning, um, I, I like to listen to a podcast or two coming into work, and I happen to listen to this one here from Russell Brunson. I saw it was on the uh, this morning. It's entitled Five Years Ago, Russell Suck. I think it, it's at writing books or at writing or something like that. So I was, oh, there's Buddy again. So I was super interested. Oh, there's Nick. Hey, bud. How are you? So, <laughs> anyway, so I was listening to this podcast and it kind of, it just sort of fit in perfectly with what I've been thinking about. And so I wanted to discuss that and what exactly what was part of 
um, this, this chapter that I wrote in this book that's coming out. We've got a meeting on it later this, I guess it's on Halloween. We have a meeting on it and hopefully we'll get this thing launched. There'll be more information coming on that. I'm excited about it. There's nine entrepreneurs who got together and we sort of uh, worked out a really cool book about entrepreneurship and essentially accomplishing your million dollar dream, right? So what does it take to get out there and launch your idea and develop a million dollar company? So that will be uh, fun to share with you very soon. Hopefully, it looks like we're going to try to launch in December. So just in time for Christmas. But anyway, so the podcast today that Russell was discussing how, so he's, he's uh, written three books now and writing books is a lonely, lonely go. So I've written a couple myself and now I've participated in a couple chapters. The chapters are way more fun just because you're doing it with a group of people and you know that you're all on the same topic, but it's not all reliant on you. So I've enjoyed the compilation sort of projects a lot more than trying to do them all myself. So I get a little bit of what Russell's been going through because it's a slow, it's a slow road. It's, it's a, it's a slog when you're trying to write your own book. Um, it's tough trying to, um, and there's a lot of, um, I don't know, there's a lot of doubting that goes on and anyway, so whether your opinion's worth anything and definitely I, I got a sense of that today from Russell's podcast that as he has taken on this new project. So he's finished what he's calling his Traffic Secrets book, which is essentially the third book in a trilogy. And he has now gone back and started to rewrite Dotcom Secrets, which was his first book, and then Expert Secrets, which was his second book. And he's going to make it into a, a box trilogy, I guess. So uh, for those of us who read, um, the first box set I ever got was The Great Brain. And I plowed through them, I don't know how many times. And then the next box set I got was... Um, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, The Chronicles of Narnia. Loved those as a kid, too. So um, anyway, so we're going to have this box set. And Russell has turned in the, the traffic secrets. He bought back, I guess, the publishing rights to his first two books. And so now they're going to have the ability to republish traffic secrets and expert secrets. And so he's going through and essentially doing a rewrite. And in this podcast, he shared that even that as he's going through, he's just been mortified by how... Uh, what a bad writer he was five years ago and how far he's come. But the point of the, the podcast was to just take action. So had Russell sat around wondering and waiting to write a book until he felt like he was an incredible writer, chances are so many of those who have benefited from dot-com secrets would not have benefited from that message. And so many have. I mean, this is not... This is not up for discussion. So many have benefited from Russell's initial book. And he now thinks it's garbage and he's rewriting it. Um, he said he, he's already added like 11,000 words or something like that to the first third, which is impressive. And um, so he's going to continue to do that. And he's finding now that he's just in a different place. But the action that he took initially now gives him the ability and the opportunity to improve on that. And so that is an incredible lesson, obviously, that there's so many of us out there that wait to pull the trigger on something that we're working on until we feel like it's perfect. I get caught up in this a ton, even in this project that we're working on now, Joe's Post. Um, I 
tend to come up with like new things and better things that we can put into it before we launch. And at some point, you've just got to say, no, we're launching, and we'll worry about all these other cool features down the road. Let's write them down, make sure we have them. But we've got to launch this pig and get it going, even if it's imperfect and even if it is not quite up to what I consider to be ready for prime time, it's still got to get launched. And so Russell and his um, dot-com secrets launch, he is now telling us five years ago he stunk, but he got it out anyway, and it benefited so many people. And I think that's just something that we need to understand too, is that to Russell, it doesn't, it doesn't hold up to snuff, but Russell has progressed over the course of the last five years, building a company and uh, the largest, what, uh, software as a service company without venture capital. And uh, there's a lot of people on the team that have helped him do that. But he has learned a lot over the course of the last five years that he will now put into this book. But those who are coming to the book right now, .com Secrets and reading it, it is revolutionary to them. So there's different paths and there's different places that we are on this, uh, on this learning curve. And so those that have, a little, have little to know, have little knowledge in online marketing or little knowledge in how to have a successful business online, then .com Secrets is still going to be an absolute breakthrough. And now we're going to have a new version and we're going to have five years more wisdom and knowledge built into that book. So that's fun to look forward to. But there's another thing that, that, uh, that Russell said during this podcast, and it wasn't really touched on, but it, it stuck out to me just because this is where I'm hanging out right now. This is what's taking up my headspace. And it's this concept of motivation. And uh, those that have been following me for a little while knows that this is a, a very geeky thing for me. That this is something that I like to think about a lot. And it goes back to, and I share this story in the book, and it was fun to think about it again. And, and sometimes I worry, like, you know, whether you've heard the story or not. But this was an important part, important time in my life. So it goes back to when um, our little daughter, Tacy, who's now 14, was just little. She was just learning how to walk. And we um, lived in our, our home, had hardwood floors on the main floor and then had carpet in the basement. And so in order for all of our kids have learned to walk on carpet just because we're not cruel, right? I mean, that's, it's softer. There's less chance for broken arms. Um, unless you're, I, I literally broke, broke my son's arm wrestling with him on the bed, like buck, bucked him off me and he landed funny on his arm. It was awful. Although we did get a lot of really cool things at Disneyland as he walked around with this little cast. So anyhow, um, so we had taken our daughter who was learning how to walk and she was like jonesing to walk, right? She was one of those kids that, that wanted to move. And so we took her downstairs, um, my wife and I, Carol and I took her downstairs. And when we got downstairs, um, there was our oldest son. He was over in the corner. He's only just got home off his uh, missionary service. Um, he was over in the corner. So he was, you know, um, six-ish right in there. And, um, and there's our little Tacy, our little girl. And uh, I don't know where Kedrick was. Um, doing something good because he's a good boy. Leaves on his mission on January 15th to Kobe, Japan, where I serve. So that's all exciting for us. But our little girl is there learning how to walk. And, and it was amazing because as parents, you want your kids to succeed and you're willing to do whatever it takes in order for them to succeed. Sometimes even not giving them maybe the experience that they need to help them in the future to succeed, right? Like sometimes just letting them get an F on a paper instead of jumping in and bailing them out is um, 
something that sometimes we do as parents, um, not, not Carol and myself, no. Sometimes we joke that Carol's graduated from um, junior high three times, uh, four times in her life, uh, although Tacey's a pretty good student. So. But anyway, so our little girl's learning to walk, and as you, you, know, you help your kids learn to walk or whatever, every little tiny thing they do, you, you just shower them with encouragement. So she takes a step and falls over our head. We're like, that, wow, honey, you are killing it. You are learning to walk so well. And we just showered her with encouragement. And so I noticed today when uh, Russell was talking about how he was sitting there this morning early or whenever he, whenever he recorded the podcast, he had gotten to bed late the, night, the previous night at 3 a.m. And now he was faced with writing this book and he didn't want to do it. And he had no motivation. So what did he do? He reached out to a friend, Steve Larson, who then um, predictably yelled and screamed and got him motivated to move on and start writing because that's what Steve Larson does. And But it was so, that's the part that's interesting is that Russell knew innately that he needed some encouragement, that that's what was going to get him up and going and started again, was encouragement, okay? And, and that's because Russell was able to tap into something that he learned very young as a child and that was encouragement helps me get things done. So back to my daughter, as she's learning to watch, I mean, excuse me, walk, we are showering her with encouragement. When she's learning to read, we shower her with encouragement. When she's working on math problems, when she's doing homework. I mean, as parents, you constantly shower your kids with encouragement. We're not celebrating the act of walking. We are just celebrating the action, the effort that she's putting forth, right? So we are we are literally just dumping encouragement on our little girl to learn to walk. And it, we didn't care if she fell down. We didn't care if she took half a step. We, we didn't care if she stood up and went over backwards. Whatever she did, we encouraged. Okay, That's all of us. That's how we learned. We were encouraged to do very hard things. Learning to walk is not easy. And talk to somebody who has uh, suffered an injury and forgotten how to walk. It is a very difficult thing to do. We didn't have goals to learn to walk. We didn't have goals to learn to talk. And yet we had so much encouragement and so much support that we figured these things out. We worked through them. We didn't get discouraged. We were happy. Failure was not a problem to us back then because we had all this encouragement. And, And then this is where it kind of became real for me. My son, who is a Lego extraordinaire, I mean, he is unbelievable and has been since he was very little. He has done, you know, all the big, huge ones. Um, They are not cheap anymore, are they, those Lego things? But anyway, he had been working on a spaceship. So here's this little six-year-old boy who is listening to his parents shower praise on his sister, who is arguably one of the worst walkers on Earth at this particular moment. And we are showering her with praise as if she was amazing an amazing walker, right? So he is over there listening to all this, working on something that he's quite proficient at, and he brings over this beautiful spaceship to me that is fantastic. I mean, it's Star Wars quality, good stuff. And I look at it, and I say, hey, nice, buddy. And I hand it back to him, and I say, hey, will, will you go clean up around your little workbench area there? So if, you know... Your, your sister happens to just go crazy and start walking like crazy. She doesn't step on any Legos because any of you who have stepped on a Lego, especially one that's hidden in the carpet, knows that that is um, near to death. 
that is the worst feeling ever. And I don't like stepping on the Legos either. So I, I looked at his thing, handed it back, blew him off, and told him to go back and, and clean up. So he goes back to his toy bin. He throws this spaceship that he had just worked so hard on. It crashes and explodes into the huge bin that we owned, the Lego bin, right? And it just kind of breaks apart. And, um, and then he begins to sort of clean up. And, and we go back to encouraging his sister and completely ignoring him. So sad if I think about it now, but that's somewhere along the line, folks. That's what the world does to us. Okay. I, now, I'm not going to sit here and say it's my, it's my fault that I should have noticed that. No, it's exactly what happened to me when I grew up. I was encouraged like crazy. And then it got to a point where if I didn't get my room clean, I wasn't going to be Nobody is going to tell me good job. If I didn't accomplish something, I wasn't going to be told good job. And so somewhere around, somewhere along the line, the rules changed on us. And we didn't just get encouraged for trying anymore. We only got praise if we accomplished something. And that's what screwed this whole thing up in our mind. Is that somehow or another, and, and that's what Canyon was, that's what our oldest was, was going for, right? He he um, built this ship. He, he sits there and listens. I think about it now, and it just disturbs me to no end. He's sitting there listening to me praise his sister for literally something that's a piece of cake for him. And we're not encouraging him for his walking anymore. He's very proficient at it. Um, and, and then he comes over and shows me a spaceship. Again, he's very proficient at it. So why, why in the world would I celebrate something that he's accomplishing something that he's already good at? That's something else that we, as adults, really start to screw up. Just because something is, somebody is good at something and it becomes easier for them when they accomplish it or when they're working on it, or they're, they still deserve to be encouraged. We all do. And we stink at it as humans. Somewhere along the line, we decide, society tells us that if you don't accomplish anything, you're not worthy of praise. You're not, why would you encourage somebody who's just trying? Trying isn't enough, and that's garbage. And that's where we, we make up a huge, we make a huge mistake. And so I loved this podcast today because it essentially took all of that in a very short amount of time. I think it's what, nine and a half minutes. It, it basically broke this down and it, and it went through this whole idea of taking action, putting forth effort, right? And, and Russell uses this idea of when he gets done with the book and he has the trilogy and he talks about having that in his mind, like that's the focus. He can't wait to have it all done, to have this, um, this, this, work this book that he's not very proud of anymore and then be able to put himself back into it, make something that he's proud of and create something that he's finished and then he can present to the world. Russell is looking towards that accomplishment and that's driving him and trying to get him there, but it couldn't get him all the way there. So what did he do? He reached out to a friend who he trusted and asked for encouragement and got it. Okay. Now, do all of us have people that we can reach out to in order to get this encouragement? I hope so but the chances are pretty good that, that we all don't. Um, and as much as I need in my life, I've learned that in order for me to be happy, in order for me to be, and literally, this is, this is where happiness and joy comes from. You think as a child, those are the simplest times of your life. And because every little thing you tried, you were showered upon with encouragement, praised, loved. You could do no wrong. And it just came for nothing. And so we learn to do very hard things and overcome 
and, and not even let failure be anything to us. It was just failure was just part of the process. And failure didn't matter because we were being encouraged along the whole entire way. So here's the deal. And this is the whole point of this slide. Take action. If you have a place where you can receive encouragement when things get tough, and they will, reach out to those people. Um, I've gotten very good, and, and, and this is the cool thing about this process, this innate process, this, this power cell, as I called it in the description, that we have inside of us, that if you give us encouragement, failure isn't failure anymore. If you give us encouragement, we will run through fire. We will do amazing things if we're just encouraged along the process. So how you find joy in the journey is making sure that you have all the encouragement that you need. And if you're not getting that from outside sources, then it's time to get it from an inside source. Okay, so you can get it from reading good books, from, from uh, finding good quotes, from being inspired by others. And, but I found the easiest way is just to encourage yourself. Um, the brain doesn't really care where the encouragement comes from. It's just not that smart. So if we get to be very good at um, noticing when we're putting forth effort and acknowledging that effort and praising that effort, we then get the kick of encouragement to plow forward. Okay, so in the case of Russell Brunson, for example, Russell wakes up, he didn't get a lot of sleep, He's now going doing a book that's important to him. He has this, this end in mind, this goal at the end of this journey, and he's feeling like, ah, I don't want to work on it anymore. Well, if Russell then took a couple seconds to say, you know what? I went to bed at 3 a.m., but I still got up early. That's awesome. I'm awesome. I, I, that's amazing. What a great job. Because it is. And I have gotten myself to the office. I've gotten the car and I drove myself to the office. I got the whole way here. Amazing. I am, I am literally killing it today. Had Russell given himself a little encouragement, personal encouragement throughout all of that, it's cool that he has Steve Larson to rely upon, but even if he didn't, he could have gotten to the same spot just with self-encouragement. Okay, That's the cool part of this. That, that mechanism is inside of us. It came from when we were very, very small. We learned to do very, very hard things we learn to ignore, ignore failure, and we learn, we learn to be successful without goals. And then society switched the game up on us. So if you can get back, if we can get back to where we are as our little selves and find the encouragement we need, and it can come from, I have such a supporting, lovely, caring wife. Um, I am so good at, at encouraging myself now that I sometimes forget that I have a very wonderful network of people around me who love me and will support me. Um, but I, I, I am a very good at, at noticing when I take action and giving myself some kudos for it. And um, people may think that that's weird, but I'm telling you, it is a great way to find joy and happiness in the journey, is, is always having that encouragement that you need. Uh, but I learned, and this is, this is sort of a, um, you know what, we're gonna make this a, a life hack. How about that? So this is a life hack. And again, I need to go over here. So this is a life hack. If you are married to somebody who loves you as much as my wife loves me, and they are so supportive and so wonderful, give them the ability, no, just go left. Give them the opportunity to shower you, with you encouragement. So like Russell called Stephen, call the people that love you and let them shower you with a little encouragement and get you going. It could be your mom. My mother is also an amazing at this. 
I've got sisters who are amazing at this. Um, give those people that love you the, the opportunity to encourage you, especially your spouse. I mean, my wife gets um, so, she gets so much happiness when she can help other people. I mean, it's one of her superpowers, but she finds so much um, happiness and joy in her own life when she gets to give, right? And I, that's why I always laugh that she's the giving tree. She's the human embodiment of the giving tree. Um, so that's, that's it for today. And, and, and it's definitely, it definitely takes some skill. And, and we'll talk about some of the things that you need to do. But take a few moments to recognize when you're putting forth effort, when you're taking action, imperfect action, and give yourself kudos for that. That is amazing. And tap into that reservoir of uh, uh, that power cell of, of just, I mean, just motivation that is already inside of all of us. We know how to use it, to ignore failure, to press on, to overcome. All of that is inside of us, but we're just not tapping into it properly. We're just not getting the encouragement we did when we were younger where we com we're completely happy and we're able to ignore failure and just get things done even without goals, just to accomplish and move forward. And, and it's inertia, right? When you start action and you just keep moving. Um, the laws of motion. So anyway, I hope that's helpful today. I, I have been thinking about this, loving this. Obviously, I geek out about it a lot. Um, when, I'm, when you're working on a new project, you have to keep yourself motivated. All of that works. And you can do it internally or make sure that you use your network in order to get the encouragement you need. Uh, but I just love the podcast and how Russell sort of framed that in, in a very interesting way. I, I, don't, I know that he was talking about imperfect action and having a book that he wrote five years ago that he didn't like. And now he's able to improve it. And because he took action, he now has this opportunity to perfect what he already did. Um, but I loved how he reached out to Stephen Larson when he was looking for encouragement. And, and if, if you've got a network, great. And if you don't, you can do it personally yourself. Absolutely can. That is an art and a science. And I know it will work for you. And hopefully it does. Please remember entrepreneurs are changing the world and that the world needs us. We are willing to take on risk and do things that nobody else is willing to do. Not governments, not companies, nothing. And our unique experiences and our strengths and our weaknesses and what we've been through and what we've learned puts us in a, such a very uh, unique spot to see problems differently from anybody else. And it's that perspective of seeing things differently from anybody else that all the most amazing solutions in this world have come. I think we all can participate in that. So until next time, Aaron Stewart from The Little Black Couch. Happy Monday. Have a great week. We'll talk to you very soon. See ya. everyone, I want to really thank you so much for joining me on your entrepreneurship journey. If there's anything you learned today or if there is a topic you would like me to discuss in the future, I would really love to hear from you. I do have a favor to ask. Would you please subscribe to our podcast or Facebook page and please like, share, and use the hashtag TheLittleBlackCouch. It would really help get this message out and hopefully help more people like us. Now let's get out and change the world together. <laughs>